Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you about Green Mountain Dental Group, the best damn family-owned dentist in all of the Denver metro area, and they're extreme Colorado sports fans just like you, just like me, just like all of us. Right now, you can get a schedule, a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, and you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush, and you should tweet at us when you go there to let us know that you've been using one of our sponsors. Green Mountain Dental treats you exactly like family. They send you birthday cards, Christmas cards, all of that stuff. They're going to remember you when you come in. And they're going to get to know you because it's the best way to take care of clients is when you actually get to know them. So remember, get a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mantle Dental Group and receive a Sonic Care toothbrush. What is up, everybody? And welcome into the Wingy Lounge. We're right here, guys, obviously with a very special guest. I'll get to her in a second, but first I have to introduce the man with the boyish charm and the fresh haircut. It's Brendan Boat. Got a nice haircut today, guys. I don't, I'm out on those bougie salons. No, you're not. 15 white girls wearing hats. No, you're not. You're going to break something and have to pay for it. I went to like a real barber. Like, is this a shameless self-promotion plug right now? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you get hooked up at the. So true. This person had some real like hippie vibes. More did you get my a coupon? Speed. More my speed. I did. <laughs> we'll give you twenty five percent off if you name drop us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, over here, I've got D Line Co. You guys know him as Eric. Um, Brennan's intro is quite a bit more personal. Than <laughs> it was quite a bit uh, more personal. Guys, I did not get a haircut. If I did, um, there'd be no stylist involved. I'd go to a place where I'd walk in. Great right, clips. Right over there. Clips. Right over there, great clips. Sports clips. Sports clips. Sorry. Whatever. Right. I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, to my left, guys, I guess it's to your right. My right on the screen. I don't know what it is. The queen herself. The oh queen of God. Nuggets Nation. Katie, I wouldn't Katie go that far, but thank you for that warm welcome. Well, first of all, I would go that far, and it's actually my first question oh. I have on here. So get like, comfortable with it. Yeah, so get comfortable. I, first of all, can I just say before we get into it, yeah. the I said this on my Instagram story too, but the vibes truly are immaculate oh, here. Oh, this yes. is my first time at the DNVR bar, this and is. I'm always working when the games are yeah. taking place, so I haven't been able to come down when Nuggets basketball has been in action, but I can only imagine oh. what it's like here. Katie. So eventually, on one of these national games, I'll try and you know show up and get the true experience. But guys, congratulations, seriously, on Thank all your you. success can, and all this awesome. Your checks in the mail. Thank yeah. you. Thank can you. I actually, You're welcome. Yeah. Can I actually compliment us for a minute? Yeah, um, if you should compliment us. Look at the way ourselves. that Katie is illuminated on sc- on screen. Oh, yeah, the there's is, light I, behind her. I actually We've asked never framed a guest so well. Specifically for a 1 p.m. showtime because yes. I knew the <laughs> That's good. That's really good. In right here. Immaculate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I'm glad that you like it when the bar is closed and empty because it's yeah. actually significantly more cooler. fun when there are people here that are like excited for the Nuggets game or what have you. One day, maybe not. Maybe you'll never get to be here. Uh, I mean, Maybe I'll come man. for abs then. That's oh. a great point. So, That's a great point. I'll figure it out. Also vibes immaculate. are really immaculate for the haves right okay. now. Uh, we're presented real quickly by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR. When you sign up, you get access to all their great bonuses that they have. Um, but this was my first question. So, I look, I totally know this because I get it from time to time as well where people are like, just giving you praise and you're just like all right and it's like really awkward and uncomfortable thank you (laughs) like we can have a human conversation but my first question really is this like you know online nuggets culture is kind of funny but you have been anointed the queen yeah. of, of of Nuggets online culture, and like I'm it, honored to yeah. serve, to be quite frankly. But you guys, do you feel that? Because I know I know that like women get 
like way worse negative things for, what, than, than what men do. What makes you say that? Well, I just have seen Leo. <laughs> he's looked at his own sentence. Would you like me to open up my safe? <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Folder yeah, for you? Absolutely yeah. not. Let's play um, a game called Travel into the DMs. <laughs> yeah. Wow, nightmare fuel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, you you have to see the love you get from Reddit and Twitter and every other online forum for you. Just what has it been like becoming the queen of Nuggets Nation? <laughs> you keep saying that. And honestly, I'm really just I'm I'm so thankful to be a part of it. Yeah. And as someone who moved away from her, what what she thought really was her home in mm. Minnesota. Oh wow! And now Breaking. I have found such a, a heart, a loved, filled home in Denver. And so much of that is because of Nuggets Nation and yeah. how Let's much go. you all have embraced me and taken me in and seen me for exactly who I am the the baller tomboy side but also like the goofy nerdy side (laughs) as well and and I think too just like I love it so much because I'm just like all of them like I love the nuggets I love basketball and I'm such a a junkie from that aspect so it's been so fun and I feel um truly like a part of the family yeah and i couldn't ask for much more yeah. than that that was great pandering that was and really that's, good that's the show today like, we're not getting any higher than that. i like that katie's like i nailed that one and we're immediately like yeah bullshit okay yeah we got it second home well, no, I, just no i really mean no, it you guys just, i think it says something honestly about nuggets nation a little bit like we're so eager to be uh led we have a king we, have we a do have a king. we're just like we're like looking for anyone to give us guidance or take us anywhere like, we go i need i personally need it i, I need a queen in my You're life sort of the shaman of uh, Nuggets oh, Nation, I would yeah. say. Wouldn't you say? I, I would say. I've never thought about it, yeah. but uh, hard to refute now that it's out there. <laughs> it's funny, though, because like internet culture, obviously like the digital age, was the age we're, we're approaching or maybe already in, it's so unpolished and it's like, I think, authentic. And traditional media is very much like formal and flawless, you know, like yes. we're in our suits and we have our perfect hair and this or that. Yes. And and even the delivery and things is precise and no ums and anything else. And like we're over here and we're like, mm, and likes and mm, like whatever. I'm like that too. Well, that's what I was going to say is I think part of what is so appealing about you is you bring the digital style Definitely, to yeah. the mainstream. It's like a nice blend. It's polished but also authentic and i think <laughs> like i mean is that a deliberate thing you clearly understand internet culture is that something you consciously think about no i mean <laughs> to be honest i like i just want to be myself and if people like me for yeah. that great and if not <laughs> right. like sorry i'm not going to make everybody happy and so i think i am at my best when i'm like just free to speak my mind and have fun and be goofy it's kind of yeah. like, it's kind of like this nuggets team you yeah. guys <laughs> oh. I love it. wow when they are just having fun and playing free yeah. we see some of their best basketball and i feel like that's the same with me too like i am rigorous in my preparation but that's okay. so i can get on camera and just like right talk yeah. Like I, I do my homework behind the scenes so that, okay, I, I'm knowledgeable about everything that I'm talking about and I know what's going on, but I also just like want to have fun and, and again, like talk about Nuggets basketball. It's funny that you mentioned the authenticity part because I don't know if you guys saw, I was on Serbian national television oh, this week. I just, did um, see that. You're, you're, you're Speaking you're, of royalty, yeah, yeah. like what? <laughs> no, it's not time. It's for later. What? That's for later. But you know, you might be an American television star, yeah. but myself, there's I'm, a great big world out there. The royals, the royals, royals overseas are way more important <laughs> so than true. any royals here. I'm an international television star, <laughs> yes. as it were. No, but um, you know, somebody asked me on, on the, one of the things about like. D- do you, has the fan base learned to appreciate Jokic outside of just the basketball, like other than like, and let's be honest, the th- number one thing I think most people deep down really love about Jokic is that 
he wins. Like the, he was the goofy guy. We just true. keep losing. It'd be like, all right, we've had our right. Who Javale McGee is on this? Exactly, team. Like, exactly. Winner, actually. But I do think that part of what Jokic really like connects with is he's pretty authentic. He pretty is. He has that. So I thought it was funny that you brought that up with the team because. He's an authentic star. I don't think he knows how to be anything else. Yeah, that's like legitimately does not know yeah. how to be anything but himself. Like I think we all strive for that. Of course, <laughs> like, I'm like zero of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this um, is none of who I actually am. <laughs> what, what, what if Jokic after a game proclaimed that uh, that the team was Liddy? Yeah, that would be a tough one. That'd be weird. But again, that's like MPJ authentically himself. It's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like it's no true. filter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for no sure. Filter, no that's filter. great. That's all we could ask for. <laughs> yeah. One thing you do a good job of, I think, on the broadcast when I do get to hear it is like we're all these sort of Internet junkies and you throw us some bones. You're very in tune with that Internet yeah. culture. The yeah, Mike's the munders. Um, you talk about just being yourself. Being in tune with that stuff, Reddit, being online, mm -hmm. is that just you or is that an extra effort you make to just sort of have your ear to the streets, you know? A little bit of both. Mm -hmm. I, th I feel really fortunate that I'm like, you mentioned this digital era. I feel like I have this connection where I can like actually, you know, connect with Nuggets fans. Right. And right. Like right. directly. Um, and so I make it a conscious effort to do that mm -hmm. and to kind of get a pulse on what's trending or what people like and a lot of that too. But I'm again, I'm also a fan. So mm. I latch on to that too. I think that those things are awesome. I mean, like I jumped on the yeah, Mike train right. as yeah, soon totally. as I possibly could because again, that, that's like totally Michael Porter Jr.'s personality. And if you can work that in, I feel like that I reach a demographic through altitude totally. yep. that maybe is less touched than <laughs> some other people. And Very so untouched. Well, I'm yeah, and I'm young. So like I those the people who are on social media who are on those websites it that type of thing like I feel like I'm their liaison in a lot of ways and so yes it's a conscious effort but I also just love being a part of it and, and seeing what's going on For let's sure. go so here's another the, we can move on now from our praise of Katie I was gonna say start this to cannot be, be yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. show I will get up and leave right now <laughs> I want to know I haven't I've played basketball one I'm playing tomorrow for the oh, second time wow. in Wait, 18 months. Can we get months. tickets? Or will it be on, I should not mention. Oh, I will it be on Serbian on, national television? It will not yeah. be on Serbian national television. <laughs> no. Honestly, the only one emotion I feel, fear. And it's the yeah. weirdest thing ever. Like, I should be excited to go play. And I'm, I'm literally anxiety. afraid. Yes. I have anxiety. Yep. Um, have you been playing? I mean, this whole year has been so weird for everyone. Yeah, no, I have not been playing. Mm. Everybody always asks me if I'm like, hey, why don't you join like a pickup league? And I'm like, well, one, in a typical year, I'm gone all the yeah, time because yeah. I'm traveling with the team. And so I'm like, it would make no sense right. if I could just jump in and be a sub. That's great. Um, and then I have been so cautious because I have been in the red, the red zone at ball right. arena that I like really have limited interactions with people. Now I'm luckily vaxxed so I can do a right. little bit more. Um, and we do have a gym, like a court at my gym. And so I'll get shots up yeah, still. Yeah. And, like, I feel pretty cool getting out there and shooting and <laughs> getting and shots. That. Left I know, and getting right. shots Vax. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Let's go. <laughs> take, take a couple minutes off here if you don't mind. Mid season <laughs> form. But I haven't played five on five or anything like actual live basketball, which I, I really miss. Say they, it's like they say, like riding a bike. I was bricky when I went and played the one time. Like my shot felt so. Like I might as well have been shooting left-handed. It felt mm. so weird. And I'm like, it's depressing, man. Well, that's the thing about that expression. They don't tell you like you'll get back on the bike, but you'll definitely be worse at riding oh, the I bike. <laughs> you know, I was just gonna say maybe don't ride any bikes. Well, it's Adam. actually the funny thing is my daughter learned to ride at three. I was very proud. Ride her bike at three this year. Forgot. <laughs> 
That's amazing. She she re remembered though. Like we had to. It took her a little while, but it wasn't like it wasn't literally like getting on a bike. She got on. and was like, I don't know how to do this anymore. That like, phrase is a lie. It is a lie. Um, how much do you draw from your playing experience when you you analyze the games? I mean, I'm I'm guessing it's similar. the further I get from mine, the less I I'm just like I don't know, man. Well, but you also have a foundation that sure. you built that just kind of yeah. sticks with you. So. I, Every every single time I'm talking about basketball, I'm drawing from the times mm. when I've played. Just because I'm thinking of it with that hat on, I think, yeah. more mm. than anything else. Of like, what was it like for me? How did I experience that? What are they feeling compared to what I might be feeling in that situation? Um, and then just like, the X's and O's are pretty much ingrained in me yeah, at this yeah. point. Like basic sets. What are like what are defenses trying to do? Different covers in ball screen situations, and then what is the offense trying to do to you know take advantage of different situations? So I mean, I don't consciously like go. What was it like when I was playing at Illinois State, and how can right, that yeah, translate? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it's like. At the end of the day, basketball is basketball. Yeah. And so it's like in my blood and I can't help it. People don't know. Katie has some mama mentality. I've only Whoa. played with her one time, but she <laughs> may or may not have like kicked the ball down the court or something. I'm like a little bit competitive. <laughs> I blame my parents. It's fine. It was the lo- least competitive environment too is what was so funny about it. That's when you lost to Harrison Wind at the uh, you throw the <laughs> Honestly, thank you for bringing that <laughs> back up. Um, you didn't throw the ball Harrison, into the stands, congratulations, by the way. I oh. saw you got engaged. That's the only time that I'll be nice to you. <laughs> that's big yeah. congratulations um but i i can't not be it like the media especially like when i go against like vic yeah and vic talks vic, oh vic game. is <laughs> and so that just get like gets my blood boiling yeah. and i'm like absolutely not i'm not gonna lose to him but he also is like no i'm like actually good and i'm like are you though but he like is sort of good and yeah. so it's <laughs> What a weird dynamic. The smoothest burn ever, man. That was so great. And he actually is kind of good. (laughs) He actually is okay. That's how you would like define him though. Like when someone's like, so convict ball and you're like, well, kind of. Uh, He does. He has some Faku in him though. He definitely is. uh, He he flies around. He's fit. Yes. But But I definitely am fiery. I love that every like older guy that is just a try hard now immediately plays like fuck. <laughs> George Carl wow. plays like fuck. Vic plays like fuck. <laughs> Everyone that was just like a hustling white guy. They're like, Hey, he probably was like a, a little fucker. Right? <laughs> did you, uh, <laughs> did you watch the playing games last night? No, you didn't miss anything. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I have been so excited for these. I play-ins. watched the scores and then I was like, eh, no, no. Both not that different from just watching the games. Yeah, really. honestly, yeah. yeah. The, especially that first game was like twenty six to four, and mm-hmm. then it didn't get closer. It was it was kind of that. So um, it was ugly, man. Um, but I just wonder, what, what are your thoughts on the plan? So I think it's really good for the league. Yeah. I do. I think in terms of like coverage and interest and getting this like March Madness style is obviously going to get people more interested in what's going on. But also I think from a sports gambling perspective, there's like mm, a different level to it. You know what I mean though? Like totally. I think that's becoming so much more of sports yeah. sports culture now. And I think maybe the NBA is trying to tie into that just a little bit um, in a variety of other ways as well. But as a play, I like what coach Malone said about it. If you're within a certain number of games yeah, back, yeah, yeah. then have the play in. But if you're like five or six games back and we're yeah. forcing a nine and a 10 to be like, there's no reason for that. I don't think that'll happen though. I know it happened like in the bubble, but that was because it teams weren't planning all season for a play in. Yep. I think what creates that kind of, if you look at the standings, every tier, the top two seeds were right next to each other. The three, right, four were right next right. to, like that naturally happens over the course of a season. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I get that 
that fear, but I also think it's not going to happen because if you are within striking distance of the plan, you are going to continue to try to play hard no. and, and get true. it. So yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I just don't think it is going to be an issue going forward. That being said, I was so bummed last night. I've been hyping <laughs> well, it up. Okay, I've been let's telling talk about people it after tonight, though. Yeah, that's it's true. Like it very different. Maybe, maybe not. I'm, me, yeah. I'm not what optimistic about the Warriors' tonight? chances. Is this like? Uh, remember how we were like, oh man, we got to get these games in before Christmas. We have yeah, to get it's kinda the like season it. back mm-hmm. for Christmas, and it was the worst slate of games I've ever witnessed yeah. my entire life. Really the Nuggets was. got absolutely And now everybody's injured, probably because these shows. Yeah, probably. That's exactly what happened for that, and for those most terrible of games. Yeah, I do think for the play, and it's cool that we're all talking about so true, more things yeah. and more teams at the end of the season. That's the goal. Yeah. And in that sense, mission accomplished. However, what it did not fix was like how the quality of games over the last two weeks of the season. I'm not putting it did that though. I think it did. You think so? That last day sucked and it and maybe they, there's no way to fully change like whether teams are going to try or not. But less teams tanking. But right? less teams tanking. And it was only that last day. Like if you think about the week leading up to the last day, there were a lot of very competitive games that had a lot of implications. Fair enough. 14 of the 15 games played on that final Sunday had playoff implications. Oh. So whether or not they chose to tank or not, <laughs> everybody was paying attention, right. which is what the league wants. Like we were watching OKC yes. and the Clippers trying to figure out who would suck my, less. My favorite. It was honestly the only competitive game that day <laughs> yes. because every other game had a team trying to win versus a team trying to lose. And that team was the only one that had two teams on equal footing, both trying to lose. Do we actually know who sucked less during that we game? We do. Do we? I mean, it was Oklahoma City. They, I mean, I'm they tell- won, but did they suck less? Man, I, they took off uh, Theo Maladon because he was on fire. They took him out of the <laughs> game. And I'm telling you, if you look at those last <laughs> possessions, like the ball was bouncing and no one was going for the rebound on either team it was incredible right. you just you you can't make it up <laughs> you really, can. really can't no one could have drawn up that scenario at the end of the season so is it good basketball no but do they care <laughs> probably not because people are watching so step up i mean the were. playoffs is where you're gonna get your good basketball <laughs> sure, that's so true um let's take our first break on the other side though oh, we did no. have finally oh no oh do you have to get ready yeah. all right i'll talk for a while Vote's not ready for his job believable <laughs> I, uh, That's not like you know me. what though. Vote, vote approaches his job like a young Faku with uh, a lot of heart. Is everyone compared to Faku around here? <laughs> no, I'm just five, more, seven. more like oh, okay. a, like a young bull. I would say. <laughs> Come on! Ooh. Come on! Ooh, that was a low we blow to there. two people, man. That was that was really bad of me. And one of us is actually a rotation player. Come on! <laughs> I'm gonna on the other side though. We're gonna talk about today's media availability, and we're gonna start talking Nuggets Blazers in that series. Very interesting series. But first, vote. Tell us who's sponsored today's show. Well, let's talk about Breckenridge Brewery, oh, the official please. beer of DNVR. Oh, By the way, regular rich. seltzers are being sold in the bar. You guys know we love our Breck beers and our seltzers. Okay, when we love you. even more this summer is the fact that Breckenridge Brewery is teaming up with the National Parks Shop Conservation Lemonade. Association this year. The tragic fires in Colorado were absolutely devastating for so many last year, and this is one of the many reasons that Breck is donating 1% of all their profits this summer to the National Parks Conservation Association. That's right, if you buy one pint or pack of Breck brews, you are donating 1% to our great outdoors. We'll be hosting fun events at the DNVR bar to promote this awesome collaboration. You can come down, drink a Breck brew or seltzer, and go away with some awesome Not just a seltzer, not just a seltzer vote. There's something else here. Look at this. The new Breckenridge Brewery Hard Lemon. Lemonade. Um, Look at this strawberry lemonade. That just in this. time for summer. Look at this. I'm so excited for this. My first taste. You could also enter to win a thirty thousand dollar. 
can also enter to win a $30,000 skate pod trailer if you head to their website and enter to win. Just go to breckbrew.com slash ingoodcompany. That's a good question. That's breckbrew.com slash ingoodcompany for details on winning the $30,000 escape pod trailer. Good luck. Be sure to tag us and our friends at Breck Brew when you submit your entry to win. If you haven't had Breck Brew, check the Breck Beer locator. It'll tell you where to get it. Or if you want to make it even easier, just come hang out with us. We got all that good stuff in the bar. Let's go. All right, it is also time to talk about- My goodness, about... man, that was ref- this is refreshing. Dude, I can only describe myself currently as refreshed. I would too. I'm very refreshed. It's the only adjective. <laughs> the only adjective. I'm like a young Faku when it comes to re- the refreshment. Game. I've de-aged three years drinking this. It's incredible. So as you guys can see, I'm, I'm well-groomed today. As Whoa. you can't see, I'm well-groomed today. Um, Manscaped Whoa. is releasing the Lawnmower 4.0. Oh my! Uh, join over two million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this. Uh, we've got an exclusive offer for you: twenty percent off free worldwide shipping. That's all of you, our international fans, with the code DNVR at Manscaped.com. One more four It's got a fancy light. Turns out that's important. You don't know till you know, but it does. Uh, you can use it in the shower. Uh, a the lot of different settings. Very hard to cut uh, Katie, yourself. With this Katie, do you want to take the rest? Um, yeah. So make sure you check out Manscaped. Use code DNVR to get twenty percent off worldwide shipping. There's a lot you can get. No trimmers, boxers, um, ball deodorant, <laughs> and that's it. That's the reason. Let me just say, they're selling it, and then they're selling it. <laughs> really which one was that? It. Which one was that? Yeah, I'm not sure which one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um... All right, so the Nuggets spoke to this the media today. It is very refreshing, I'm telling you. Uh, the Nuggets spoke to the media today for the first time in preparation for the Trailblazers. We got to hear from Michael Malone, Monte Morris, and Michael Porter Jr. Um, these two knuckleheads, we're going to have a conversation here, I okay, guess, because yeah. we did our jobs today. <laughs> Not everybody did their job. Um, but is there anything you took away from today? The first media availability sometimes is a little... Not yeah, great. and it's not so much about the details of like the preparation. Yeah. It's more just like, hey, what have you done the past two days, and yeah. what are you going to do the next two days, and how are you feeling about the series so far, or heading into it? I guess. Um, I was, I asked Coach Malone like, how much do you think about the two years ago right. playoff, and that sort that answer sort of surprised me a little bit because he brought it up voluntarily. Yeah. It was like, yeah, you know, we think about obviously two different teams, and um, now but that still kind of has a bad taste in sure. our mouth. Mm. And he specifically brought, so he said, no, we don't really, we're not going to think about it. Two different teams. But then he was like, but I do think our guys that were there still remember them celebrating on our home floor. And I think that's pretty much all you need to know about. That's as much as you'll that. get out of a, of a player or coach. Totally. Like players are never going to be like, oh, I totally. lose sleep over to this or that. I do think Michael Malone thinks about it though. I don't think he thinks about it until you play each other. But I think the moment you play, it's like, okay, Portland, there's like, I want this yeah. one a little extra, a little extra. Dude. Is there any way, I mean, you guys have played basketball at higher levels than Eric and I. That's not, I mean, that's is there any way that that doesn't seep in and permeate your mindset if it's a team? Like they have such, obviously different players now, but it's not just that series. Portland's sort of been, it's been a collision path with these two teams. Is there any way to compartmentalize that? I this is a rivalry to me. Yeah. Like I think yep. it's more than just that pl- that playoff yep. added fuel to the fire. Yeah. But it's always scrappy. There yeah. like it's not personal, but there are so many stories between players on this team and teams getting traded and teams like being yep. in separate cities and I I just feel like it's it's always going to kind of be that scratch and claw type competitive environment when these two teams face off and so um 
yeah, I, I'm, I'm expecting nothing short of that. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily that playoff series. I think it's more just like, look, we know Portland. We play them all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even preseason, as you yeah. brought up today. like Exactly, uh, exactly. So it's I think it's, it's going to be playoff basketball, but maybe even one step higher than that just because they, they know each other as well as they do. I think the Nurkic factor honestly plays a part in this too. It's I huge. mean, look, it's been a long time. I don't think that either of those guys think about this on a day-to-day basis. Like, I think it's far enough removed from that that there's no longer a, like, bad blood there. But when you do match up and it's like now one of us has to go home, mm-hmm. I definitely think there's something to a, you know, there's a little extra sting to whichever person or team has to go has to go down. And I think the same is true for Carmelo Anthony. And we talked about this with George Carl. I don't know that Nuggets fans hold a grudge against Carmelo Anthony 10 years going on. Like, it's so long in the past. Half the Nuggets fans that are love this team didn't even follow the team back then. But there's even if you don't think about or feel those same emotions, you're still like, yeah, but we don't want to lose to him. Dude, they're, they're, like, when you're not presented with it, and you just right. think about it in the abstract, like is Carmelo Anthony bothered by the idea of the Denver Nuggets? It's like, no, he's got a whole life in New York. Yeah, he's it's got, like he's got a whole yeah. life that has happened. But then when you are presented with it, with the hyper focus that comes from a playoff series, you absolutely conjure old emotions. Like yeah. that's what happens. Like you don't expect to feel a certain way, and then you all of a sudden you do it. I yeah. guarantee this is a huge deal for him. Yeah. I guarantee this is a huge deal for Nurkic. There, I mean, there's. Bad blood just because they're division rivals. There's bad blood because they went through that insane playoff series, you know, two years ago. And the Nuggets obviously uh, feel like they left a little bit out there. Um, So, I mean, all of those storylines are completely legitimate. I think it's interesting that Michael Malone has downplayed, you know, the strategic aspects of this series because they played so much. He's talked about there's no surprises. We all know Mm -hmm. each other. But I kind of feel like that maybe... You know, like he has to say that, but I feel like there is actually a lot of sort of um, gamesmanship and strategery. Wow, yeah, some like strategery <laughs> that has like to it. go into the yes. series from a coaching standpoint that I, I think is going to be very interesting to play out. In part because both teams are different and forced to play different, you know, different styles. And I think figuring out those styles, both what you want to do and how to stop the other team from doing what they want to do, is going to play a big part in the series. I thought Matt Moore's question was really good like how much do you anticipate them changing things up right away versus them just being the team that you've always known yeah uh, and then like making changes or adjustments after yeah the fact and the truth is we'll never really know coaches would never tell of course us. Right. Yeah. right how good of a coach like, you'd be like well here's what i'm gonna do here's what i'm thinking <laughs> since you um, asked and not even like a little no one's hint ever asked or me anything but i i'm I'll be interested to see. Like, is, or is anything different in game one? Right. For either of these two teams, or do you just go out there and play, you know, your style of basketball and then have the other team adjust depending on who wins? I also thought it was interesting today, Michael Porter talking about, you know, Seth Part now wrote something in The Athletic. I had him on Locked on Nuggets earlier this week talking about how Michael Porter is a perfect example of how a player's production changes based on their role and how often mm-hmm. we grade a player by their production like he has scores this many points and does this thing and this thing michael porter was one of the best rebounders from the forward position in the nba when murray was healthy he's moved to a more high profile role and not only has his shot profile changed fewer shots along the baseline and in the corner more shots above the break and and from the uh from the elbows and fewer rebounds so now he's not a great rebounder and he actually addressed this today and i thought that was really interesting that for him, it's such a conscious thing of like, hey, man, I'm, I'm doing something different now. Well, his awareness yes. of like, OK, if I'm the third guy, I mean, Jokic and Murray are going to be the ones having the first two options. 
if they're shooting, I'm going to crash and find easier ways to score that way. Or if Jamal's driving, I'm going to relocate on the three-point line and I'm going to get those, you know, just step right into my shot, pure three-point shots. Right. Now we're seeing him adjust, which I do think it says a lot about how much he's grown already. Totally. The fact that he's producing at the level that he is and teams are paying so much more attention to him and he's been able to make that adjustment so quickly. But you're going to see teams get more physical with him. You're going to see teams potentially like send a double team or guard him differently off of screens or try and make him get different looks. And how is he going to, you know, continue to adjust to that in the playoffs? I think the the fact that he knew Okay, and I'm sure the coaches talked to him about this, but like you're going to be defended in a different way, and we need you to do more, but it's going to be harder for you to do more, and yeah. you still need to produce. Right. And he did that. Right. So again, we're challenging you once again. Show us what you're made of, and I think he's going to do that in a really exciting way. Yeah, I think so too. He he's the most interesting. Him and Jokic, I mean, clearly the most interesting players here, and I think maybe Michael Porter even more so, just because we haven't we haven't seen it like with so much with Michael Porter, we so haven't true. seen it and. We've seen it now for two months in the regular season, but now you go to the postseason where he's going to get all this attention. I'm just, I'm so fascinated by it. Portland fans, by the way, very concerned about Michael Porter. Good. They yeah. should be. They should be. My, Michael Porter Jr. is a transcendent talent. It's just the question is, can he perform under pressure? And we just yeah. haven't been able to produce artificially the pressure that he's going to feel in the playoffs. But like, they should absolutely be scared of the second most efficient shooter of all time. I'm betting that he can. To be yeah. honest, two, two years ago when I first like met him or you know interviewing him or whatever, and even just watching how he carries himself, I would have guessed like, oh, this guy won't handle pressure well. Maybe you know whatever. You almost think, is this guy a phony or whatever? And you were talking about, I think he's actually authentic. You just have to kind of get to know like, yeah. oh, this is he's authentic in a way I wasn't expecting, so it felt different to me. But I think he actually is a more tough-minded person than his reputation suggests. And that's why I'm so excited for this challenge because if he is tough-minded, I do think he's going to perform well. He's matured a lot. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys agree with that, just from like a mental, physical, emotional standpoint. And I would argue that when we first were talking to him, he wasn't as authentic. Okay, there you go. Now we're getting to see who he is because he is more comfortable. He has more experience, both in terms of interacting with the public and the media and in who he is on the basketball court. So I, when you think about like... <laughs> We always talk about like, oh, he's an AAU made right. kid. Yep. I actually think that, that helps him. Mm. Like, I think that that spotlight and and having all of these coaches surrounding games that are being played and mm. having the pressure. I mean, I guess he, his is a little bit different because his dad was a Division One coach, so right. he kind of had that in his back pocket. But like having very important basketball people taking in your games and watching that happen you were expected to perform at a really high level and you were expected to be a diamond in, in high right. pressure situations. So I, I truly think he's put in a lot of work to make himself a little bit more humble in some ways mm -hmm. too of like, okay, I'm not the go-to guy. How can I still help? And how can my talents still be important and right. highlighted? I think life and experience does that to, to anybody just like, the bigger your world gets, the smaller your ego gets because you're like, oh, wow, I thought I was, yes. yeah. you know, I thought I was this, but the world is so much bigger. I mean, and not only that, like his whole life to this point has just about been about overcoming adversity. Yeah. I mean, he started off what? Over the last few years. It wasn't sort of, that. It wasn't necessarily as a, as basketball that. Life, yeah. The though, last four years, certain, five years, in, whatever. His basketball life specifically, like he just keeps getting dealt difficult hands, like yeah. his back, his 
uh, role on the team, his role on the team, like drop foot, dro- <laughs> his drop foot. I mean, it, and he just keeps overcoming them and, and building on what I think we're all picking up on is just like his character. Yeah. And like, that is really what it comes down to when the chips are down is like, what kind of guy is this? Like, can you trust him? Does he, does he have what it takes? Is he going to wilt? And I mean, we don't know, but I mean, the signs are pointing in the right direction. One of the things maybe you don't have a full appreciation for is we have not been inside the locker room or around the guys in any capacity. And I know you even have limitations of access, this or that, but still significantly more. And so it's funny when you talk about this as a growth, so many of the, so much of that is things you take from observation when you're just around, yeah. not even talking, but just kind of seeing things. And this year, one of the things that I don't think even people understand is that we're just not there. And it's been his entire, almost his entire career he has been behind the glass window, right? Or, or via Zoom. And so it's it's kind of interesting. I feel like I know him so little yes. compared to maybe what I knew Jokic three years in. But I think what, what Katie just said is, is the most important thing we've learned about him. And he said as much, I think, two weeks ago now when he was sort of asked about how he responds to guys getting in his face, whether that's a coach or a teammate or whatever. He is built for this. We all, for whatever reason, I think assumed maybe he wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was really worried about the handling of him, but he said time and time and again, I am used to this pressure. Right. I am used to coaches paying a lot of attention to me and trying to get the best out of me. So <laughs> it, it's nothing new for him, yeah. even if it's at this NBA level. Mike's been preparing for this mentally he really has. since he was a child. Yep. Did you see this MVP season coming from Jokic? And when did you first think, Here, here's <laughs> the MVP? I don't know if I can put a stamp on like when I was like, this is what's happening. Um, may, maybe all-star-ish. Mm. The all-star break this year? Like post-all-star. Interesting. Um, that's a guess though. Okay. Like shot <laughs> you didn't wake up one day like, you just might be I just, MVP. Guys, I, people are like, oh, it's if you don't know, you don't know because like – if you don't consistently watch the Nuggets or know Jokic, you watch him and you're like, wow, that's weird that he just had another triple-double. Right, and how right. did he do that? Sure. And how does he make this team go? I truly, and I mean this in like the depth of my core, I am surprised by him every single night. Yeah. Like yeah. every single night. And so for me, I guess comparatively speaking, that's kind of when I was like, oh, he really could be the MVP this season because – his game is at a whole new level. His stats and production are at a whole new level. He's taken this Nuggets team to a whole new level. But then all the other guys in the NBA didn't do that. Right, right. Yeah. And so to me, I was like, no, he really truly is the front runner of being the most valuable. Right. With guys having injury, guys taking time off. I get it. It's been a condensed season, especially for the teams that were in the bubble long term. But what he has done, I... It, it blows my mind. Yeah. It really does. And it's every single game where I'm like, I can't believe I get to watch this man play basketball. I didn't see it coming into the season, but I mean, I was like famously, I think it was game four or five where I put the public bet out and I was like, man, this is great value. And of course my famously, very famously. Is that when you put the Kobe tweet out and you said, remember this? No, 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 no. That was very recent. That was only like six weeks ago. Okay. I think this was honestly game three or four. (laughs) This was game game three or four of the season. Jokic was just, I thought it would only took a few games. Maybe it was, eight games I, I don't remember but it only took a few games where it was like wow Jokic is always great but he's kind of at a different level yeah. this year mm-hmm. and I didn't know that he was going to be MVP I just thought like 
this is actually an MVP caliber player now, where in years past he could reach those for moments, but I was like, yeah, no. Yeah, the consistency. And, and scoring and just and the aggressive confidence, all of it. Team record, too. Like, it took about until well, that's true. the year yeah. that I was yeah. confident voters would see him that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because a lot of what we're talking about is not purely merit-based. It's like whether or not the larger NBA was willing to accept that Nikola Jokic yeah. is, in fact, the most valuable player in the league. We can say... Yeah, yeah, I was going to bring this up myself. <laughs> then a month or so later, Adam famously cashed out his bet. <laughs> Look, these soft paper hands. I have these soft paper hands. Have, I mean, if you go back I and can't wa- help it. If you go back and watch, I mean, we were talking about Jokic as a potential MVP candidate in our preview series. Like yeah. We all sort of felt like he was going to take this leap. But, but MVP it's, candidate it's, is such it's, a funny it's word. Because like, it's, yeah, like that, that the... How in the get, conversation, in the conversation yeah. is the phrase. Like anybody has a good. Are Fox they in, in the, the conversation? The conversation. <laughs> the conversation is always like, is De'Aaron Fox the MVP? No, that's the conversation. But I think okay. in the preseason, <laughs> but he's in it. <laughs> in the preseason, I think we thought Jokic would be in the conversation. I don't think we thought he would be the MVP. And it's funny, we now know with how the conversation went that Jokic, I think, would have been the best player if everyone stayed healthy, but probably wouldn't have won it. So that would have come to fruition. But, you know, how it broke out, he's the, I, I think, near unanimous MVP. Well, and I think the last couple seasons, we've been fighting for him to be in the conversation. Right. Like, yeah. that has in been. you have been doing this. Yes. When people are finally 100%. listening to us. <laughs> we've been, like, talk about Jokic being the MVP, which I recently discovered advanced search on Twitter. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to someone who uh, led me in that direction. <laughs> and I had a tweet from, like, 2016 that was like, Nicole Jokic should be in the MVP conversation. <laughs> I was like, good job, good Kate. Job, Way Kate. to be on the right track. I did the same thing i went back i'm like how much can i be patting myself on the back yeah. and i after the advanced search twitter i was like slam slam yeah. <laughs> but this season it became wait he's putting up the numbers that are similar and comparatively speaking to mvps mm. and who else is in that mvp conversation and then it was like wait no no one is better than he is right, right. and no one's doing what he's doing and taking their team to the level that he's taking them right. yeah, i was gonna say like and i know you know you mentioned you know the teams that were in the bubble yeah. On it. He was one of them. One of those deep long runs. And those same circumstances applied to him. And I mean, it is the seven playing all 72 this season Unreal. with the MVP. I get why that's important to him because to me, it's among the most impressive features of what he did, despite that annoying conversation about, oh, he's just winning an attendance trophy. I don't care about all that. Right, I'm right, impressed right. by what he did. Yeah, for sure. What did you know about Faku prior to the start of the season? I watched highlights on him and was like, man, this, this, kid can pass yeah and and then i was like wait he's 30 and then i was like oh he has quite a bit of experience and then actually one of the guys i went to college with he played at illinois state and then played at indiana he played in europe like alongside him in one of the teams and he was like no this guy's the real deal and i was like ah we'll see he's kind of he's like smaller i don't know if he'll be able to adjust to the speed of the nba game i'm excited like obviously i'm so excited to see what his basketball iq can do uh, at at the nba level and he has blown my expectation out of water and I had no idea how hard he played. Yeah. Like I knew he was crafty. I knew he was a very smart player. I knew that he could put together highlight reel type passes and make his teammates better. But I had no idea defensively what the Nuggets would be getting in terms of the pest that he is and how much he annoys superstars on yeah. other teams. <laughs> yeah. And I also just, he, I think he has adjusted so much quicker than I thought that he would. And that speaks a lot to his maturity too. I think the passing part of this is funny because it's the part of his game that has least shined. I mean, he makes some great passes, but it's like 
he runs the pick and roll. He runs an offense well, but mm-hmm. the fancy passing, and he's got like seven of those we're, this year. We're a little desensitized. Yeah, to it, so though, true. Especially with I was just gonna say, I like know of. I can think of at least seven right yeah, now. Really? I think, um, someone in the in, will correct me here, but some folks DM me like the Nuggets. I think had four of the top ten assists. Of yeah, the year, that's true. Yeah, three of them I think were Fakus. Yeah, or two were, the, so. in the last game, I think it was the one where really? he put the, no, the style, one. that one was that one's incredible. You know what I, that might be the best one. That might be my favorite one. Guys, plus. Two of those. Two a of those couple of the passes, I think, and I'm a little bit embarrassed to say this, but it also matters like who you embarrass. <laughs> okay. Like it does. Yeah. Like no, the one sure. against totally. Kuzma where it went right yeah, by yeah, his yeah, ear. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That's better. Yeah. Because yeah. It's against Kuzma. <laughs> like, it is funny too. I just doesn't language, move. Yeah. It just gives yeah. him a little haircut. <laughs> yes. He rides a bit against Kuzma. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, the spinner. Makes it better. I'm not trying to say he's not a great passer, passer. I'm just saying when he when I first heard of him and people talked about him, I was thinking, oh, Teodosic or right, Jason right. Williams, like yeah. a guy that's going to be nonstop doing Boo-doo-boo. some goofy stuff, and sometimes <laughs> it's cool. But like to me, I think of him now as like he's a defensive player first. That's the first thing I think of, yeah. which is and an intensity guy, and then he's like a good floor general, and then occasionally he makes some fancy pass, you know, really yeah. fancy passes. But well, you know, how he's I not out about- here elbow passing every yeah, time. But down the you court. know how I feel about that stuff, like. I- how sh- how sure are we like that's a good play versus just something yeah, these guys wanted to something do for the, in the gram the game? I feel like Faku is actually a little more oriented towards winning the basketball game, yeah. right? Whereas Teodosic just wants to put the ball around people's heads and stuff. Yeah, it's what, what, true with Jokic because you remember two years ago against the Blazers when he did the nutmeg pass. The reason he did it is because it was the only angle he right. had. He wasn't trying to get pe- fancy. <laughs> yeah, it was true. just he just instinctively was like, boom, there you go. So uh, <laughs> and d- Faku's had how many nutmegs this year? Like four. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But so I do. True. I think it's the same thing, though. I think that that's the only passing lane he has available. Yeah. It's true. And so that's it's what so he goes true. for. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> it's not for show. It's they'll, they'll never because he has down here. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, exactly. That's what, all that's available. What's the biggest? If you can n- nail this down to one thing, what's the biggest key to the Nuggets Blazer series? It's like a <laughs> really open-ended one. Making shots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's why she's <laughs> the queen. Please make guys. more shots than the other yeah, team. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. This is, yeah, this Basketball is why I have simple, the analyst title. <laughs> is there somebody in particular that you think that you're, or people so, in particular? listening to you guys talk about, okay, what, like, Nicole Jokic and MPJ, those are, uh, like, very obvious keys yeah. to me. It's, like, the third, who else is going to produce? Yeah. And is it going to be one guy? Is it going to be, Is are we going to see, like, brilliance from Aaron Gordon from a production standpoint? Are we going to see uh, Paul Millsap come in and have like some really high producing games Ooh. or is it going to be like a collective thing? Is Austin Rivers going to have 20 points uh, in a game or whatever? Is it going to be a, a full collective second unit effort or is it going to be one or two guys being superstars on any given night? I don't know the answer to that, but you have in order for the Nuggets to win, you have to have Jokic, you have to have MPJ at like the peaks of their level and playing at their their highest yeah. and then everybody else kind of has to trickle in behind them and then defending the three i know that sounds kind of ridiculous but like to me if dame gets hot from three right. that provides so much more than just points yeah for true. portland it's, it's like a momentum edge, changer yeah. and then he thinks he can start launching from the minute he walks in the door and he right. truly can so that's a i don't i don't want to be in that battle that's a, a a tough line to walk if you're the nuggets i think shooting is a big one for sure like um <laughs> I, I don't I do think it'll probably have to be somebody different. I don't know if there's a guy on the so seam too. that's like a four yeah. four times he's gonna go off from three. So you need a little Austin Rivers here, you need a Jermichael Green here, you need a Monte Morris, you know, mm-hmm. on this one. Um what about if we go to the other side, Portland, their X Factor? 
Who's the guy that scares you? So you got Damian Lillard scares you. You could maybe even say CJ. Let's throw him out. He yeah. scares you. Definitely. He, for he, sure. he sent us home last time. Yeah, it was the CJ series. <laughs> the Col- nor- I mean, collect Carmelo. Yeah. The, their bench versus our bench. Yeah. Um, I think that that will be the second units and the way that they battle will be important. But I also think like the bigs and the way they offensive yep. rebound, like it, yeah, if, if you get out rebounded in these games, you're not, you're probably not yeah. going to win. I also think Norm Powell is a guy who could, we might see some big swings throughout this series. Yeah. Like he's an all around consistent player, but he's a guy that could get you 25 in a playoff game, Totally, but maybe not every night. So how that plays out, how Denver deals with him. Yeah. And then also, you know, Portland 29th in defensive rating, I believe. Not great. Robert Not great. Covington did have a good individual defensive season, mm-hmm. and he will take the MPJ assignment. And so maybe from a Portland perspective, they have some confidence in that as well. Um, how well Covington plays on that end, I think, will will yeah. factor into this. I think Nurkic is a big X factor in this because he Can't was injured it. for a lot of the year. And, um, you know, it's always, like, very personal for he and Jokic. Obviously, they, like... There is a geographical thing. There is they were on the same team and they couldn't. Uh, the fact that Jokic got promoted above Nurkic like sent him out. Um, I guarantee he's going to be motivated. I don't know if he's got it to be able to hang with Jokic, but he's definitely going to give it his all. Um, you know, Cantor for as annoying as and obnoxious <laughs> as he was last time, like he was a he was an X factor. I actually like Cantor's game. Is the funny part. He's just, I like post players. Yeah, I mean, like his, his, as long as his game doesn't include his personality, I agree with you. <laughs> um, but I just, I don't know. I think that there's something in there because I think that they are very cognizant of Nikola Jokic and they're yeah. going to do whatever they can to try and counter him. Yeah. Nurk had some really nice things to say about Joker. Did you guys hear that? They about? always do. They always talk. They they shake I think hands. they're legitimately friends, though. I really yeah, do. Yeah. Like <laughs> as as much as it's been like kind of oddly tense yeah. at times like from afar i mean for for nurk doesn't have to come out and publicly yeah. say he thinks he's the mvp and mm-hmm. that like they still kind of talk and right. it's been weird with covid and all of that stuff but he did yeah. Jokic is so above all our petty bs 100 <laughs> he's above everybody's petty he's the BS. king dude like, he's, he's like king. i just go out and play basketball yeah. and like and we're like tell him he sucks yeah like, uh, no, I won't do it. <laughs> Tell Nurkic to go home at halftime, Jokic. Uh, um, all right, we'll take our final break. On the other side, though, we got to get to two games. Sadly, I think we might have to cut out one of our what? fun games. But we are going to play an over-under game and a very fun game I'm excited to debut at the end to close out we the have show. To do, we have to do the one that you made me draw the head for. Right, we're doing that okay, one. Okay, good. I cut out the other one. But first, vote. How quickly can you read our ads? Illegal Pizza's back, and we are so pumped to have them on board again. Hell I, yeah, I ate there yesterday. I, was I ate there today. Well, what'd you get there? I got the bowl, and then I get the queso with the bowl, because their queso's great. What, yeah, but like, what bowl do you get, bro? Oh, it's something different every time. Oh. I look at it and decide. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. All right, well, they got their sound check promotion. As you know, it's an ongoing promotion on all locations. It offers a free draft beer or house Marg with a purchase of an adult entree when the guest shows a same-day ticket to any event. If you're going to a game, show up at Illegal Pete's, let them know you went, let them know you're going, they'll hook you up with a free drink. That seems like a good deal to me. They've also launched their party margs during the pandemic. Um, what's a party marg, Eric? It's 32 what ounces a- of house margarita. Wow. That's four times the size of their normal part margarita. That sounds like a party to me. That, that is, is a, party. a party. 32 ounces of margarita. It's like 42 or 32? 32. You guys, um, are you guys interested in the like It matters because like, honestly, like 22 is, is probably my limit. Yeah, those the last 10, 10 is just the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot of margarita. <laughs> lot of Quick margarita. question. Are you guys interested in going to a party I'm throwing shortly after this? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the queso. The, apparently, you guys like to know that. They have really good queso. They do have really good queso. Check them out. Um, what Gringo else, queso, but it's good. 
am I supposed to talk about? Oh, our presenting sponsor. DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. My bet is in, by the way. Just pound the over or whatever. It is playoffs time. Big stakes, bigger promotions. It's time to hammer the over and score some cash. That's what Adam just so eloquently articulated. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to lower the over-under on a featured playoff game. All players who place a bet on the featured basketball game will have a hand in lowering that over-under. That's right. For every 1,500 players who bet the over on the select game, the over-under will drop by one point. Guys, these it's gonna are going to be like, down to zero. I'm these are no-brainers. Like, you have to get We all have to this. come together. This is like a, uh, what is it, a GameStop situation. We all bet on it, and then we all win if we yeah. all and do then, it. And then we, we don't then cash out, Adam. Just... What? Yeah, then you <laughs> we don't, we don't all bet and then you cash out yeah, a, a week yeah. later just just to put lay the groundwork. Is, someone <laughs> just commented and said Katie equals tiny queen. Is there a story there or is... Well, Fox is the tiny, tiny king. king. Oh, okay. Thank you. So, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what that Katie, means and I'm tiny, not though. that tiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, How sweet of you to say <laughs> Every better hammers that over in the feature game helps to lower the over-under. The best part is that even as the line lowers, the odds remain at even money. Um, they are begging you guys to take their money. And they're, they're safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit, withdraw your funds at your convenience, and you know that they're not messing around with your hard-earned cash. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to hammer the over. Again, for every 1,500 people that bet the over in a future game, the line decreases by one point. It will be zero at one point. That's promo code DNVR for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. People are clamoring apply. for Rocky. Max, Max wager $25 once per customer. <laughs> Offer ends 5-23-21. See DraftKings.com for sportsbook for details. Gambling problems. Sorry, I looked away at that Call 1-800-522-4700. And wait, there's one more. There's Kale, there is a more. game we do, I think, need to get uh, Katie loosened up for the game. <laughs> um, look, you guys know how much I love Strava Craft Coffee. Terrible. They need to feel that love. I try my hardest. I need your help. You can get 25% so, off now your first purchase it. when you so, use code yeah. DNVR25. On, you can also get 20% off every purchase for life when you sign up using code DNVR25. That'll get 20% off every shipment that you subscribe to. You choose what flavor, what dosage, when it comes to you every two, four, six, eight weeks. Check out Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD enriched coffee. It's wonderful. It's like coffee, except it doesn't have that edge. Uh, and, and you can maybe sort of relax as you enter your morning with the energy you need. Check out Strava. It's a sincere recommendation for me. Changed my life. Changed my brother's life. And he wants you all to know that CBD will have you. Hunk it like a goose. goose. Let's go. <laughs> do not like when you do that. You can uh, find out what that means because we still don't. We still don't. We know. don't know exactly yeah. ourselves. So the chat has realized this is a baptism of sports. This is yeah, your, yeah. your baptism. Katie regretting her decision <laughs> immediately. Like yeah. my hands are sweating. You guys, I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, right. Get you ready have for no some spaghetti. So oh, I know Katie, yes. not a big drinker, same as myself. Like we have so many people that come to try. They're like, I want to try the Rocky, and they're like, you guys are such wusses. This is like delicious. But yeah, a lot of people really like uh, let us know that we are losers, <laughs> which we are. Um, <laughs> they come up, Katie. I have a feeling you're nice things. also going to be a loser because i'm not gonna lie to you it's not the best it's not my favorite shot well i'm but you're gonna endear yourself I'm to an entire nation i'm convinced that rakia translate directly to rough so i have to ask this question did you guys ever i saw the tiktok of you guys all taking not all of you but some oh, of you taking the who show took it? Oh, who took i don't know i honestly we, watched it i watched it like guess. five times and i was like i can't we know tell. the answer we can reveal the it. first guy nope nope andre andre did not have it who had it, Katie? 
Who had the Did rock? Did you yet? have it? No, no she got it all wrong. Adam it was had me it. and Allie. Really? Yeah. Oh, two people had it? Yeah. Two people had it. That was the most Adam straight face. Let's, see, good. I'll give Let's see if you can be as straight faced here. I'm terrible. Can you give the people of Serbia general, a Zivoli? So. This is literally for, I just want to say, this is for the people in Serbia. I, I'm like, like Adam said, not a huge drinker. So please know how much I love you. The fact <laughs> that you're taking. Maybe get the water for a chaser. I'll say that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not that Well, I am. I am. 100% that week. How do you say cheers in Serbian? Zivoli. Zivoli. Glad there you asked, is. Katie. <laughs> so one thing uh, you know. She did it good. Wow. Impressive. It's not bad. It's not what? bad. It's pro not on and bad. off the camera. Stone face wow. killer over here. It's that burning a little bit. Have you ever asked Jokic about this? I'm no, kidding. haven't. Uh, he doesn't really uh, care for us. No, that's not true. I mean, what are we going to ask on a Zoom call? Be like, Jokic, what do you think true. of Rocky? Totally Abby? true. Yes. Nico hair throws me right out. I with maybe his brothers or something. I don't know. We hope that one day he'll come to the bar. That's our, our big hope. All right, we're going to speed through a speed round here. Oh, we have boy. two games to get through. They're both going to be a lot of fun. The first one, over under, or actually over munder. I'm sorry, over munder. Yeah. <laughs> over munder. And um, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna preview the playoffs here in a fun way. Rage timeouts. Are you aware of a rage timeout, oh, yeah. Katie? <laughs> okay. Yes. Rage. Michael They're Malone, familiar. rage timeouts, three and a half in the, in the first round. In the first round. The first round. It's a tough one. That's a great it's line. A great line. It's, it's a great, great line. line. <laughs> um, I don't know what to do with that. Vegas works hard. I'm going to take the Munder. Oh, oh, take the Munder. Munder three and do a we, half. Do we agree? Yeah, I do. I do too. I do. I think, I, that, I think three is a solid number. I don't think it's going to be four. So I'm going to say zero in game one, two in game two. Wow, that's bold. <laughs> two, two in game two. I just realized this is a One second. in game four. I'm going over. I, I just realized this is a multi-game series. I don't know what I was talking <laughs> you thought about. three and a half in the first <laughs> yeah. game? Wow. Okay. Sambor shuffles. How many Sambor shuffles? We're going to set the line at three and a half. Three and a half Sambor shuffles. Munder, sorry. Munder. Munder three and a half. Okay. Again, I'm feeling three. Okay. He doesn't do it all that often. Like that end often. of shot clock situations, majority of the time is when it happens. Yeah, I'm, I think three. You know when he really does them? When he's feeling it. Oh, boy. That's when he true. really gets going, it's That's like, you true. know what? I'm going to show you how in my bag I am right now. One legged fall away on the yeah, baseline. Yeah, you're not wrong there. But I think you're right. Three and a half is pretty high. He doesn't do them that often. Uh, yeah. Katie, the only bad part about you drinking that uh, so professionally is that now I'm catching strays. <laughs> <You are laughs> I was just going to say, all you guys, I made you guys all look bad. Yeah, Eric's a, so. a bitch all over again. All right. <laughs> speaking of, of. I thought we were over this chat. <laughs> speaking of over Munder, how about Munders? <laughs> 0.5 Munders. Oh. Portland can score the basketball. Can yeah, they score. Can. They can score. Yep. 0.5 Munders. Um, yeah, under. I mean, sorry, Munder. <laughs> Munder. You're Munder <laughs> on the Munders? Yeah, it's got her already. Yeah. All right, so she's going no Munders in this one. It's going to be Munderless. an offensive battle. It's not a bad, uh, yeah, it's, it's a don't. smart bet. You know, if I was one... If we're yeah. lucky, one. Yeah. But it's going to be... Dude, game seven. If we go to game seven, game seven is... That's true. A schedule munder. <laughs> schedule schedule munder. munder. Okay. <laughs> um, we're going to go with Jokic single game high, 40 and a half. Ooh. Will he over. have a 41-point game? Okay, over. over. Wow. 40. I think he's going to have to. Yeah, he might have to. Yeah. At least one. Yeah. How, how do you guys feel about this? 41-point game. I think... I think there's one. I mean, look, they probably need one from him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know? yeah. yeah. Dude, there's more than one. There's more than one. We don't have Jamal. We don't have the guy to go nuclear. It could be nuclear. It could be so, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, I was just going to say, what's the same line? MPJ. 
Do you think Ooh. we see 40? a Michael Porter Jr. forty game? I'm gonna say I'm gonna, under I'm gonna go Munder on this. I like I like one. But I'll take I'll over on. I would on love like, to see one. I would love one. I would love it. I mean, uh, Michael Porter's we want big scoring nights are just so fun. I mean, Murray's are too. Jokic's yeah. are like almost methodical, you know, mechanical. They're great too. Totally. But I mean, Murray and, and MPJ are like I'm on fire and I'm just going to keep chucking yes. it up. Um, on those lines, J- Michael Porter Jr. made threes per game, three and a half. Oh boy, this is actually the DraftKings. This is what DraftKings always. Says. Yeah, I'm just trying to get gambling made advice from you right now. Per game in the, se- the, in the whole series. series, yeah. Dude. Okay, so I need a clarifying question here. Yep. <laughs> you have to wait until the whole series is over and then the average? Yes. Or, okay. I'm going to go Munder on this. Oh. oh. Munder. I'm feeling such an over on it. I just, dude, Michael Porter, I I'm feel going like. I'm over, dude. I'm surprised he only shot 44 or 45%, whatever it yeah. was this year. It felt like he shot 100%. I just think that that's the one thing that Portland's going to try they and are. take away from right. him initially. So I think he's going right. to score in different ways. You're voting with your head. See, yeah, this I is, yeah. but your head, her head also, gamble, her head also swimming with Rakia. That's true. That's true. I think <laughs> we should trust my gut more. <laughs> <laughs> your gut swimming also with uh, swimming strawberry with lemonade, <laughs> strawberry lemonade <laughs> seltzer. Uh, all right, now we're gonna play the best game to close this oh, out. The smoke. best game, one of the best games the show has ever produced. The greatest game. Number is one. it Wingy or Cringy? <laughs> First of all, I'm so happy that there's an animated version of me, number one. There it is. is. Number two, people call me cringy wingy when they don't like me. Mm. So the haters. The haters. The The haters. How would you rate the nickname cringy wingy? Is that wingy or cringy? (laughs) I love the name of the name. Well, but just the nickname that people have ascribed to you when they call you cringy wingy. I don't know. Am I cringy? You tell us. Wow, you're being really rude to our guest. I, <laughs> he's being blunt, and I appreciate it. Mean, you're being honest. I'm just, trying, I'm just trying to I lay guess, the ground I guess here. I'm all in favor of, like, call it like it is. <laughs> so if I'm being cringy, I guess I want to know. It's whingy okay. then, dude. Right, cringy we, whingy is whingy. We okay, got, but here's my, I mean, this is on my Twitter bio. Like, my name is whingy, so all I do is win. Oh. So let's uh, hit the game. All right. <laughs> that, that, for, the, for the record, that line. Cringy. So obviously so it fits. Obviously Wingy yeah. means like badass, awesome, perfect. And oh, cringy is like that. yeah, oh. to the opposite of that. Okay. So Casa Bonita. You're not a local. You don't have to like pray you reverence guys. to this. Oh boy, she's never been. I've never been there. Yeah, but no. you know the idea of a of a well, of a Mexican restaurant that has a swimming pool in it. You know the idea. You think it's, you can't? Okay, know. it is cringy. It's yeah. totally cringy. But, but I also never want it to go away. Oh. <laughs> it's a Denver staple, it's but the, it's cringy. It's the so cringiest awesome. of institutions. That is yeah, cringy. I need I to go. Cringy. I've been meaning to go. I used to live kind of down by there, and then I just never got around to it. And then I thought that was going to be gone, so then I wasn't going to. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I got to get there. This is going to get weird. Okay. Pigeons. Why? Just are they cringy like or are they are they windy? Wow. Are you a fan pigeons. of pigeons? I once, I once did a um, uh, like a breakdown with pigeons. I think we what? were in oh like an elementary school. No, no, for altitude. <laughs> This is like a science project. <laughs> oh, is this kindergarten? Yeah, like, yeah you had the you had the you had the volcano this was last with the- I'm trying to think. We were in Charlotte, and and Taylor Vincent can attest to this. She okay. shot it, and I was like. I don't know. The pigeons liked humans, and I don't even remember what I was doing. I was like doing different ball handling drills, maybe, or okay. like 
some X's and O's. With, I'll have to dig up that video okay. for you guys. But yes, I used pigeons as like my demonstration. And were they? They were very cooperative. Would you cringy. call that? <laughs> mm, I'm so they're cringy. She just, <laughs> they're cringy. Oh, they're cringy. Dude, that was a real compliment sandwich for the uh, pigeons. <laughs> okay, so like great, <laughs> great accessories for breakdowns, just like cringy on planet Earth. Okay. 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 Um, six thirty. Six thirty a.m. Wingy. <laughs> That's what I was gonna, I knew this you was are an early bird. You, uh, you, yeah. This was a lot. Four yeah. thirty. That okay. she's two hours into her day at six thirty. Here's 6:30. the thing. I'm not. Okay. Especially like people are like, oh my god, you're probably up at like four o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, we have late starts, you guys. That's so true. On on days after games, no, I'm I'm sleeping in. Okay. But on days where I like have time to go to bed early. I love getting up early because my day feels so much more productive when I do that. And that's like time that I actually get to spend for me yeah. as opposed to like uh, working and doing other things. Okay. So. Me time also sometimes uh, to me, it's we're six, the same that way. 630, 6.30 AM <laughs> Pete cringy. Um, bringing your do- dog to the bar. A very oh. Colorado Wingy. staple. Wingy. 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 Oh. If I could bring Rondo everywhere with me. I would. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. That's such Wonderful. a good name. That's such a good name. Um, Brendan's getting ready for you over here. Votes purse. <laughs> Cringy or whingy? So um, my boyfriend has, I'm not really allowed to call it a fanny pack, but he uses something similar. <laughs> so I'm going to call it whingy because Whoa. it's efficient. Okay. It's efficient. I love the efficiency of it. It's, if you're like really trendy, You've got a man purse. You know what it is, Katie? I'm not really trendy. I lose all my stuff. Yeah. And I just to have them all in well, one place. You guys saw me walk in. I literally, I carry a backpack with me at all times. <laughs> yeah, I would say like that's a Mary Poppins whingy. bag. So. For the record, that was wrong. It's cringy. It is very cringy. cringy. No way. You know, <laughs> you know who you oh, should we ask tell you if were... we had a chance? Will Barton. I bet you he would oh, say it. Oh, yeah. He'd be all I, I agree. Yeah. And we, you know what? Actually, I think I'm going to go with Adam's fashion advice <laughs> over Will Barton. Yeah. Good That's idea. right, baby. Well, That's right. We're talking about Adam's fashion advice for you versus Adam's fashion That's advice true. That's for Will Barton. That's actually true. Yeah. I mean, uh, so, so that is the, <laughs> the most Will Barton-ness you, you carry. <laughs> Someone wants me to know that my purse is actually a 17-year-old drug dealer bag in the UK. Oh. Okay. Really? It's very specific. Very How hilarious. Well, it's so opposite yeah, here. <laughs> but, uh, you know what? That's what I was going for. Yeah. So. Least likely to have drugs on you. All right. Last one here. <laughs> My forehead on the Serbian Today Show. Bring up the picture here. Could you zoom in on wow. this at all? They, they, somehow they somehow they gave me like a fisheye lens on this thing. And it's just monster five head. No one notices this but you. You guys... Dude, I my forehead is not that big, this but the is, thing... This is where I feel like the show is coming full circle because we started by talking about my authenticity and right. I feel like this is a lose-lose situation carefully. for me because <laughs> if I lie, then I'm inauthentic. If okay. I'm honest, yeah. I'm out of the club. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you, understand, you understand the trap, but that you're, is a you're, trap. you're still you see it. Yeah. I, I feel like in this bar in particular, I can't upset Adam Mars ever. Thank so you. it's cringy. Put it up. Let's go. Gary, put it up. It's already, I just didn't say it out loud. Someone wants you to know it's a normal lens. Move on. <laughs> it's a normal lens. Move on. The move on part really stung there. That really, really hurt. I mean, uh, I ad-libbed that part. But all right. Made it top. Pulled Katie, that right out of his man bag. you are the queen. Hey. We, we appreciate you blessing our kingdom here. Thank you for inviting me. Dude, Hopefully I get on. to come down here and hang out more often. And I hope so. check out a couple games. We'll do an Avs game. Oh, We should all come in for an Avs Oh, game how games. we stand. Yes, of course. Avs Thanks for having me on. You guys are the best. So much fun. Well, you are the best. Everybody hit that like button on the way out. The likes are all for Katie. They're not for us, actually. 
Yeah. Someone just said, does not realize the key to success is to bully Adam. So I've been lied to my entire <laughs> oh, life. Oh, yeah. Katie, so. you understand bullying. That's what I appreciate about you. Yes. <laughs> Everybody, thanks for hanging out. Tomorrow, we have a very, maybe very, very special guest. So- We're very excited about softies. Um, but we'll find out. We have great shows again Thursday and Friday, 1 o'clock. We'll see you guys all then. We brought you damn good beer. Now we're delivering you damn good beef. So good that you can now get Wagyu beef at the DNVR bar right in the burger. The burger was already my favorite thing at the bar. Then they changed it up and got the Hassle Cattle Company Wagyu uh, hamburger meat. Fantastic. Took an already perfect meal to a whole other level. Cattle Castle Company is also offering DNVR listeners a new deal. Buy three, get one free on their flank steaks. They're delicious, they're lean and flavorful. Thinly sliced, I don't know if you guys know the flank steak. Thinly sliced, um, and it's an ideal choice if you're looking to marinate steaks, you know, maybe make some carne asada. You can get it right now. They're also super affordable, $9.99. And of course, now you get the buy three and get one free. Use promo code DNVR. uh, Actually, it's promo code DNVR flank at checkout. D-N-V-R-F-L-A-N-K at checkout to get your buy three, get one free deal. And you can still use the promo code DNVR10 to get 10% off your entire order. See all kinds of deals we got working out for you right now. And again, order, they'll deliver right to your door. You can order hamburgers, steaks, uh, a couple different types of steaks, that Wagyu, they've got beef bacon, Wagyu Franks, all kinds of great stuff, jerky, salsas. Check them out, uh, (laughs) hasslecattlecompany.com.